everyone. Welcome to our show, Let's Talk Physical Media. My name is John. And I'm Matt. <laughs> and we actually have a lot of stuff this week to talk about in the world of physical media. But before we dive into that, if you are a fan of 4K Blu-ray reviews, movie reviews, podcasts, nothing helps out the channel more than by you liking this video, subscribing to the channel, and if you're an audio listener, nothing helps out the channel more than by liking it, giving it a five-star review because that's the best way for people to find the channel. And it helps us out. So off the top today, we have a lot of news to talk about, but the big one is in the world of Best Buy. We, oh, Best Buy, yeah. Best Buy, Best Buy. We noticed a few things this week about Best Buy and a lot of frustrating things, but the big one is, I believe it was on Wednesday or Thursday, if you're a fan of physical media and collecting 4K Blu-rays, you'll notice that the prices on that got jacked through the roof. And you noticed specifically, but we had a couple people point yes. this out to us. So the first one was Frank Rodriguez mentioned this to me on Twitter. He reached out, but we also had Matt Mead point out. He said, he said, do you guys have any insight as to why the 4K prices are going through the roof? As of 127.23 at Best Buy, Halloween's Ends is 44.99, Black Adam is 49.99, and The Woman King is 40.99. What the fuck is going on? He wrote everything through the roof. Um, so, you know, I like to watch the prices. I, I keep everything in my saved for later card, and I always keep an eye on for sales and stuff like that. And I've noticed that a lot of these prices are just astronomical right now. And I think I figured it out. So it's only at Best Buy to be clear that this happened. Mm -hmm. And it's not even just 4K Blu-rays. It's Blu-rays. There was even DVDs I saw go through yep. the roof. Uh, the big one that stood out to me was when you pointed out the Spider-Man Blu-ray collection. Not even a 4K collection. It was mm -hmm. $83.99. And yeah, so let's get, you have some insight. You spoke to a Matt as friends with a Best Buy manager. So this does help us out a little bit. Well, it's not even, all right. So it's not even being friends with the manager. I figured it out and I pointed it out to her and she agreed with me. Mm. So you remember back in the day, Best Buy had that gamers club. Yes, which you were in and then they got rid of it. Because they were losing money. Because okay. they would take 20% off a new video game. So, like, say a game's $59.99, it went down to, like, 48 bucks or something like that, like, after tax and all that. And then it, if it went on sale, you got a 20% off that sale price. So I was cleaning up. I, that's how I built a lot of my Xbox One PS4 collection was during the Gamers Club. They squashed that. And then just recently, they got rid of the My Best Buy Elite, elite membership. Elite, Elite Plus membership. The Elite Plus membership, which... which me and Matt have gotten Elite Plus, I think, every year for like the last few years, which means you have to spend $3,500 at Best Buy through the entire in calendar, the calendar year. calendar year, yes. And me and Matt don't have $3,500, but what we both do have is a Best Buy credit card. Right, and now what that did was, you with the Elite Plus, you had longer return windows. You had 45 days. 45 days, you had free shipping on all orders. You gained double the points. So we were getting uh, Best Buy gift certificates left and right with the amount of stuff that we were buying there. Mm -hmm. So they got rid of that. Why are these prices so high right now? Do they not want to sell movies anymore? No, they do. However, they're pushing. Now, when you buy a product, you can get your extended warranty. Mm -hmm. Or what are they pushing right now? The Total Tech memberships. Oh, yeah. They've been bringing up that Total Tech membership. So now I just recently, I just got a new laptop when I went to go pick it up. They said, oh, you didn't get the warranty on this. Why not? Do you want to sign up for Total Tech? And they've been trying to sell me on Total Tech for about two and a half years now. And I said, no, I prefer to just buy the, the, the extended warranties separately because you get more years out of it. The Total Tech, you pay $200 for two years. So you're paying $100 a year and 
There's some benefits to it. You get free Apple Care on if you're an Apple product. $100 a year, basically. There's some perks to it. I'm not saying it's a complete waste of money. However, now that they got me on Total Tech because it was $169. They sold you on a Total Listen, listen. Okay. It was $169 to put one year protection on my laptop. Okay. Now, the lady went into my uh, history because I bought the Sonos Beam not too long ago. So she refunded my $75 that I paid for my warranty on the Beam, put it toward that, plus what I would have paid for this. I got the warranty on both of them for much cheaper, and now I have Total Tech for two years. Plus, I don't I, I saved the extra $15 a year on the Apple Care because I have my... Uh, I do my phone my phone service through Best Buy with Verizon. I made out on the deal, but now that I'm a Total Tech member on my Best Buy app, everything that's like Black Adam right now, it's it, $49.99. Total Tech price, $29.99. So it's just going back down to the regular prices that you can find on Amazon, Groove, so or any or the source. Yes. So long story short is only their Total Tech members, because that's how Best Buy is making their money right now. They want that $200 a year from everybody to be a Best Buy member. And then they give it to you for retail once you're a Total Tech member. But they'll just fuck everybody who's not. Yeah, so I completely do not agree with that business oh, no, practice. It's bullshit. That is very anti-consumer. I have a lot of problems with Best Buy at the moment. Best Buy, for like the last couple of years, I believe that their customer service has become atrocious. Mm -hmm. I've had a couple problems with doing returns to them because they outsource pretty much all of their uh, customer service care. So when you call them up, you're going to get on the line with not somebody at Best Buy. You're going to get on the line with their customer service. So all their customer service stuff, they're just going to tell you what they see on their computer screen. It's not there to actually be helpful to the consumer. So doing this is just, that was just the nail in the coffin. I will not pre-order from Best Buy anymore, other than the pre-orders I already have in at that locked-in price. Extremely frustrated. And then another thing that happened to me personally this week, you guys probably noticed on the channel, we don't have a Belly 4K Blu-ray review. Well, I pre-ordered that in December, and the only way you can watch the 4K is from Best Buy through that Best Buy exclusive steelbook that they have out. They did release to other places. You cannot buy that 4K from anywhere else but from Best Buy. So I pre-ordered it. I was excited. I've never seen Belly before, and the steelbook is beautiful. So I pre-ordered it. I got it. It says it got delivered to me on Tuesday when the date's supposed to be released. I'm like, cool. You know, it should be. It's been six weeks since I pre-ordered it. That's the box it came in. Well, it was sealed. It was sealed shut. Just like this. There was a seal across the top here, that cardboard seal that you would have to peel off, and then it would open. So nobody steals anything out of it. So you know it was sealed at Best Buy's factory where they put that Best Buy exclusive steelbook in. Now, should have some weight to it, right? So I pick it up, I'm like, wow, this feels very light. Nothing is in the box. Best Buy sent me a sealed, empty box. They forgot to put in the steelbook into this box. I don't know how. And then they mailed this, an empty box. It got all the way to UPS. The UPS guy just dropped that on my porch, just like that. What was the weight in <laughs> one pound? One pound. I don't even think this is a pound. I'm curious what, if that's accurate. I just don't, I think it would be one pound with the steelbook in it. So I have no idea what happened. Now I call up Best Buy and customer service and I call up Amazon. We actually had this happen to us a couple weeks ago with Amazon where we had a camera lens get stolen out of the box. Mm. Now 
This had, this was not Amazon's fault at all. But what did Amazon do? They took care of us. They got us the lens we needed. They, perfect. Amazon, no questions asked at all. And I expected them to ask questions. Now, Best Buy, 100% their fault is asking more questions than Amazon when it wasn't their fault. Mm -hmm. Best Buy, their only solution to this was, uh, you can go to Northport now from where I live. That's a pretty good distance away and pick it up in store or we can refund you the money. So I said, okay, refund me the money because I'm not dealing with you guys anymore because this is ridiculous. You mailed me an empty box. How do you mail an empty box? And she's like, well, it probably was the courier. I said, it wasn't the courier. You sealed this at a Best Buy facility. It's sealed shut still. So they tried to push the blame off onto the, the postal service or onto UPS. And again, they still did not try and like make up for it, not apologize that well. I reached out to them on Twitter and the, all their solutions were the same. You could either pick it up or that's it. We're not gonna reship it to you. Now, good customer service would overnight that to you, wouldn't you think? Yeah. Since it's their mistake, 110%, but no. Best Buy seems to be in this very anti-consumerism way right now, where I guess they're not doing too well financially, and they're pushing all of their issues onto consumers. Mm-hmm. So I gotta be honest, I am Best Buy in general, not very happy with them. I will be pushing all my pre-orders to other places and we will just, unfortunately that'll be for the channel. We use Best Buy mostly because we sometimes will get them on Saturday or Monday. It makes it easy for us to review the 4Ks. So right. if we have to order them from Amazon and we'll get them like a day later, unfortunately that's the route where you're gonna have to go because I don't wanna give my money because we don't get to do, you know, we don't get review copies from any of the studios. None of that, none of the boutique state labels, none of the big studios like Paramount or any of that ever sent us review copies. Every review we do on this channel, we purchased ourselves. And Best Buy doesn't let you return stuff open. Amazon does, right. Best Buy will not. Right. And if you do open it, like we did order a lens from them, they'll also charge you, unless you have that total tech care, so this makes a lot more sense, they'll charge you a restocking fee. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so the total tech care is really, they're pushing the shit out of that right now because you know they're, that's, they're making money. You pay them $200 just in case you have a problem, mm -hmm. you know, so. In, it's like insurance. Yeah. The, you know, so they win. You yeah. know, so if 10 people give them $200, they make it $1,000. And maybe two people have an issue where it costs them a few dollars to fix something or replace something. So that's where they're making their money right now. That's where their push is. And it's fucking bullshit because Best Buy was my go-to, you know, mm -hmm. especially with the Gamers Club and the Elite Plus. Like, I would always make sure I, I bought at Best Buy to get the points to get the discount, to get the free shipping, to Best Buy was the place for me, but now it's yeah, kind yeah. of a shame. I don't really want to honestly support them, to be honest. Like, uh, I'm not big into boycotting businesses, it's totally up to you, but that is the biggest anti-consumer thing I've seen in a long time from a big corporate business like Best Buy, and I do not stand behind that, to be honest with you. It's pretty shitty, and I think that they're doing it because their business is probably on its last legs, if I had to guess, is what it looks like. And I don't know about that. You don't know? Like, to do something like this where it is deliberately you're going out of your way to fuck over your actual customers is one of the worst things from a business standpoint now we own a business this let's talk is a business best buy makes me feel like some a business that i have bought from for me and matt have been going to best buy well forever well uh, most people think of best buy it's not for 4k blu-rays no or, i know or even video games at that point like their main bread and butter is their appliances their Apple stuff, you know, like all, all, the, all the tech. You go into a Best Buy right now and it's that, that, that movie section that used to be three, four aisles is maybe an aisle and an end cap somewhere. Yeah, and that's really at the Best Buy we go to because if you go to a Best Buy that's a little further east, you just have an end cap. 
Yeah, so... So they're trying to probably... But you said they're not phasing out movies. They still want you to buy movies, but it's right, just like... Right, but it's... It, they're dwindling it down, and I think that's... You know, they just... They don't care about that, so maybe appliances and stuff once you're the total tech member you'll see the bigger discounts and stuff i don't know but the total tech thing is it's fucking bullshit and that is basically what they're pushing so if you're not a total tech member don't really shop at best buy yeah you know that's that's the best i can really tell and but you know new releases are are generally a decent price like smile right now isn't bad no but stuff that's a little older Goes shoots up like black fifty dollars for Black Adam. That's insane. Forty five for Halloween Dance. That's a bad movie. But mm-hmm. the, the thing is, you go on Groove twenty seven dollars still for that. So just don't yeah. buy from Best Buy is what we can recommend. Buy yep. it from somewhere else, somewhere that is actually going to be a little bit more courteous. I recommend like I don't like to recommend Amazon because like yeah they're uh, they're a corporation too and they're like you know huge as it is, but they're at least customer service and the way they take care of the people who do buy from them. I can at least appreciate. And I, that's where I choose to buy. Their prices are just hard to match. And their delivery is one, two days. And it's perfect. And they, like, if you have a problem with them, they never give you an issue. Best Buy, they'll fight with you tooth and nail. And this is a person in the middle of nowhere who doesn't even care about you. They'll fight with you not to give you your money back. Yeah. And it's just, that's poor customer service. And to be honest, it's one of the most thing. it's one of the things in this world that just frustrates me beyond belief is when a customer service goes out of their way to be shitty. And Best Buy in general, they're just being shitty. I, I, Still fuming about this. It's just been a bad week with Best Buy, and yeah, it's sad. It's sad because I love Best Buy, and you know, I'm not here. Like, I don't like to shit on things, but to go out of your way to be shitty, it's very frustrating to me. Yes. So we have a little bit more news to talk about, and actually, Matt brought this up as well. He said, "How do you guys feel about Arrow Video's announcements for April?" Well, I'm gonna be honest. Little disappointed in Arrow's. April announcements. Now, there's a little bit of a reason for this. I am not, and I know you are too, I'm not the biggest fan of kung fu films. It's just never been my genre. I've tried, I've watched a couple of Bruce Lee movies, but these are mostly Jackie Chan and Sony Chiba movies. And actually, the Sony Chiba announcements that they announced are the same three movies that Christian Slater's character in Through Romance, he's going to see at the theater that night. The Sony Chiba triple feature. Street Fighter, Return of the Street Fighter. So it's funny, you can get that trilogy that he was going to see at the theater now. Now that's coming to 4K Blu-ray, courtesy mm. of Arrow Video. Mm, okay. And their big release, and this is a UK-only release, and that is Naked Lunch, directed by David Cronenberg. I own that on Criterion. And that is exactly why we are not getting that 4K release here in the United States. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to go out on the limb and guess that in the UK, you can't get this Criterion release. And it's only a Blu-ray, a Region A Blu-ray. So this 4K release, we will be able to get here in the United States, but we won't get everything else mm. and they have a really nice special edition yeah you know arrow has just really been letting me down for like a while now yeah. there hasn't been anything coming out of arrow that i really wanted in i can't even remember you might like this horror movie when's the last time we we, we haven't done an arrow review in months i want to say since the summer is that right? Yeah, I think the last hour review we did was Flatliners. Like, they had the Wolf of Wall Street that I was really interested in, but again, that's a, that was a UK-only release. We would have just only been able to get the film. We have a US release I feel, here. I feel like I might have did an Arrow something not that long ago. I'd have to look it up on the channel. Oh, it was Silent Running. Silent Runnings, yes. Which I was a little... Uh, you were disappointed, but the, the transfer was nice. The thing with Arrow is, is they have incredible packaging. And yes. when and if we can watch it, they usually have beautiful transfers. Yeah, it's just um, I haven't really been too impressed with their line. choice of film. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm looking at the list here, and it's just there's a few Jackie Chan movies in here. 
Heart of the Dragon, which I believe I said is with his real-life brother, which is awesome. That's pretty cool. But Jackie Chan's uh, films that he did in other countries before he came over here to the United States, like uh, Drunken Master. I, I've had, Honestly, I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. I've never seen them. Uh, like I said, I'm not the biggest kung fu guy. So my introduction to Jackie Chan is like, was the Rush Hour movies. That's where I found Jackie mm. Chan. And you just actually watched his other movies that yeah, he did almost. Shang, Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights, yeah. Yeah, so. That's, those are fun movies. They like are. Those. And, you know, Jackie Chan's great. I love Jackie Chan, but I had never gone back and watched because I'm just not a fan of kung fu movies. It's mm. nothing against Jackie Chan. It's just, it's not my type of movie. It never has been. I've tried. My favorite kung fu movie is probably Kill Bill. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm still mad at you for that one. <laughs> you st and Matt still has not finished watching all of his Tarantino movies. He still um, has the last two left. I'm, I don't want it to end because I'm really enjoying it yeah. with the exception of the Kill Bill. And we were supposed to review the Lord of the Ring 4Ks in January, like we promised, and you haven't even started. That is a big commitment. Those are three-hour well, movies. Oh, we, I told you that... The theatricals are three hours. They are. They're still three hours, huh? Yeah. I don't remember the theatricals. I just watched the... Uh, what's it called? I watched the extended editions. But yeah, they did say, since you've never seen them, that you should probably watch the theatricals first. I'm going to watch them, but I still... I don't have three hours to commit to something that I'm not entirely sure I'm going to like. I could tell you you're going to like them, though. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, I'm just afraid and... Yeah, I'm sorry. So... As far as Arrow's titles, not too excited is what I'm going to say. I'm just, no. I'm a little disappointed. Again, I've been disappointed pretty much every time they've come out. Now, for people who are a fan of Kung Fu films, I imagine they're really thrilled. And I don't want to, you know, shit on them because it's not fair. That's just what me and Matt aren't interested in. They do have mm -hmm. some good stuff coming out here if you are. I'm, people who are obviously fans of Sonny Chiba because Christian Slater's character was a huge fan of... Uh, uh, Sonny Chiba. He was spending his birthday at the theater watching them. Yep. So, you know, and Naked Lunch, like I said, if you don't have it and you and you live in the UK and you want to get that Naked Lunch, it's a great movie. David Cronenberg directed the hell out of it. Uh, stars Robocop. Did you know that? Do you know his name off the top of your head? Please Murphy. Yeah, Peter Weller. Mm. Peter Weller. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, he. It's a weird fucking movie. Imagine a typewriter coming to life and talking to you. Yeah. I. I Cronenberg's weird. I like him. I actually just saw his son Brendan Cronenberg's uh, latest film. Uh, we'll have a review for that tomorrow on the channel. Infinity Pool. Good movie. Okay. Yeah. Not Maybe. To spoil it. Tomorrow on a Sunday. Well, this is Sunday for them. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. So tomorrow would be Monday. It's Saturday for us. We're in the future. <laughs> uh, then another. So the last bit of news, and uh, William Lopez sent this to us via email yesterday. Jaws fucking two. Yes. And I was Hell talking yeah. to Shamrock Balls about this because, as you guys might know, Shamrock Balls is the biggest Jaws fan besides Matt that I know. And my dad. And your dad. And yeah. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith is that's his favorite movie too. Kevin Smith's favorite movie is Jaws. Why is with all these people in their Along favorite? with Jeff from Films at Home. Oh yeah, Jaws. I, Jaws is his because yeah. it's an amazing movie. I just think incredible to me. It's ever. A, no, it's incredible, incredible to me that this amount of people, people I respect except you, who love the movie Jaws that much. Because it's fucking amazing. Ah, it's not that great. I'm sorry. It's so I, good. No, uh, okay, it's good. It's well made, well structured. Um, I'm not scared of it, but you know, it's. No, listen, I'm just being a little bit facetious about this, but Jaws is a great movie, but it's never going to make my top 10 Spielberg movies. That is insane. I don't enjoy it. I don't, every I don't time know, I've had to watch it's it, such I've, a good fucking movie. I just can't believe how many people would put that as their favorite movie ever. It blows my mind that people love that movie that much. It's so well made, I get it, but I, it's incredible to me just 
I, I just don't have that feeling, so I don't know. I don't, I don't watch that movie and feel... I don't feel anything watching it. How? I'm numb to it. Completely numb the whole time. Doesn't make any sense. You like, live on an island. I'll check my phone watching that movie. Wow. Wonder how much time is left. Even though I've seen it like 15 times. No. And I keep trying. That's one that I can... Well, that's something we should review. That, that's, we have reviewed Joe's in the Well, channel. I'm saying we should do our half-assed On the half-assed movie. We'll put it on... Well, the way we're structuring that half-assed movie reviews for people who've uh, paid attention to it, we try and put movies on there also in season and like movies that for you guys yeah, to pick be a from. Good summer one. Yeah, we're gonna that'll go on the list in the summer. That's I can, I can lead the charge on that one. Yeah, I'm good at that. Yeah. yeah, we don't need to freaking do that. I, that's not a winter movie. I can't watch that. In no, January. I don't want to watch it in July. But I, most of our fans, I'm sure, do Abby love needs Joseph. those summer dollars. They do need those summer dollars. The guy, like I said, the acting is great. We'll talk about Joe's again eventually. But we're here to talk about Jaws 2. Now, do you like Jaws 2? I do. That's getting its 4K release. Now, I speculated with Shamrock Balls that I thought that we would get 2, 3, and 4 in a pack together on 4K. I don't think we're going to get all of them on 4K. I see. Well, it looks like Jaws 2 is just getting a solo release, so I was wrong. I would like 3 on 4K. I know you like 3. I don't need 4. I don't, <laughs> I don't need the revenge. And that is rare because I... You know, if they did a box set, yeah, I'll take them all. Yeah. But 4... I'm not chomping at the bit for that one. I gotcha. I don't I, like the revenge. <laughs> hey, what about like Cruel Jaws? You want that on a 4K? <laughs> I think that is a 4K that I have. Did oh, no, it? no, no. It's just a black box Blu-ray. Uh, no, I don't need that one. Now, this that might one be, was bad. I was on Amazon. Now, anyone could upload anything to Amazon, so I don't know how true this is, but search for it. Uh, I would Santa say, Jaws. Is that a real movie? Santa Jaws? Yeah. Probably. I, I was yeah. scrolling by and it just showed this shark with a, a Santa hat Santa on. Santa hat on? Yeah, yeah. yeah probably. <laughs> I would say my Jaws rankings would be part one, part three, part two. Mm-hmm. Four and then Cruel Jaws. Yeah. Okay. If you even put Cruel Jaws in that universe. Yeah, you're definitely the minority on Jaws three. That's the one with the jo with the shark coming towards the glass. Three D. Yeah, and, it, and his face never changes. <laughs> and the little yellow submarine. Yep. Yeah. Ridiculous. Great movie. Um, what's his name's in that? Uh, is da is uh Dennis Quaid. Dennis, Dennis Quaid. Quaid. Yeah, yeah, Dennis yeah. Quaid. I was gonna say that, and yeah. I haven't even watched that in a long time. Yeah, Dennis Quaid is in that. Yep. That's Dennis the Quaid was floating all around the eighties. Uh, yeah, it was a great movie. I, I love Jaws 3. So Jaws 2, yes, I guess we're getting that 4K release finally. Um, now, one thing I was talking about, I don't know what they're going to do, if they're going to add new extras or not, but like from what Shamrock Balls tells me, they've been pretty lazy on their extras as mm. far as bringing them from the DVD releases all the way up to now, which is unfortunate. You know, again, extras, You're not an extras, extras are a bonus to me. Yeah. As long as the transfer of the film is good and it's an upgrade over the Blu-ray, which I imagine it will be. Should be. Um, I'll be happy with that. Okay. All right. That's fair. I appreciate, I can appreciate that. And I know you're a fan. So, well, anyway, let's get into the questions of this week. And that's our favorite part of the show. We love the questions. And we actually got a lot this week. And I'm really happy about that. If you guys want to ask us any questions or comments, you can leave them in the comment section of this video, or I'll put a post out usually on Wednesday. You could do that there. So we'll start off with Shamrock's questions because he had a couple that he wanted to talk about our T2 review. Okay. And I asked you to watch this because I didn't actually know that you never saw it. He asked us about mm. that alternate ending. This 29th, 1997 came and went. Nothing much happened. Michael Jackson turned 40. Because he says that he ends with T2 and, you know, it all goes downhill from there. 
So he says he watches that ending. Now, what did you think? Because this was your first time ever seeing that it. That was my first Which time is seeing surprise. that ending. I did not know that existed, actually. That was on a previous DVD release. Because I remember watching that when I was a kid, that I ending. Just, I missed it somehow. Yeah. I, I don't know how I never saw it. It's not terrible. You know, I didn't think it was absurd. Um, I kind of prefer the, the, the ending they chose. Yeah. You know, on the, the Black Highway and... Sarah Connor giving it the outro there. Uh, but I don't think, uh, I don't know. And you mentioned the makeup on, on Linda Hamilton. Yeah, that's the thing that bothers me the most. <laughs> they aged her makeup. And a new John Connor <laughs> yeah, for well, us to take in because. Well, is that the same John Connor who was in the opening in the uh, war? Oh, maybe. Yeah, right? Because we only see him in that one shot. It could be. I, yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah. So he's. But yeah, uh, is it great? <coughs> You know, I mean... Eh, yeah, no. You know? I don't personally like it myself, and like I said, it's just... The makeup really takes me right out of it. <laughs> so, I can't. And he also asked us, he said, is the Skynet edition, Blu-ray, really the, the definitive edition of the film? In my opinion, yes. And also in my opinion, yes. Because he did say that because we watch it with the extended scenes all the time, and me and Matt stand behind that edition. We like it with the extended scenes, and mm -hmm. you can only get that on the Skynet edition. The 4Ks that have come out are only theatrical releases. There's not too many movies where I don't prefer the extended versions. The only one that I can, to my mind, that, that, like, that I thought of recently, that I prefer the theatrical over the extended, would be Halloween 6, where I prefer theatrical over the other, well, it's a completely different cut, yeah, actually. it's a whole new cut of the movie. And people actually, you're the minority in that. Too. I like Six. Yeah, I know. People yeah, like... I, I like the... Well, I was saw in the comments when you reviewed the Curse of Michael Myers and people were like, you like the, the theatrical one more? Like, yeah. like almost like calling you out on the Halloween fan, which is crazy, but you know, fans are fans. <laughs> yeah, no, I like the uh, the theatrical on Halloween 6. Oh, yeah, yeah, I respect that. I don't like either version of Six, so you got... It's all you anyway. But You don't like the Paul Rudd one? No, I hate that one. Oh, uh, it's a good movie. I know. You like pretty much every Halloween movie, except for... Or ends the most recent one yeah is the ends one. was that's the one that hurt you that fucking stabbed me in the back yeah i can't i'm got me too it hurt yeah so i think the skynet edition is the definitive edition like i said i think those extended scenes really do add to the film so yes. i think you should check that version out 100 percent. yeah you know i think the, he's never seen it no he's seen it he just okay. he was just asking if why we thought the skynet edition is the definitive edition and it's also because the visuals like the visuals on the 4k aren't the greatest in, in general yeah that's uh we'll say mixed reviews but when i watch the 4k it's not the worst 4k but the, when i watch it it does feel like something's missing with those scenes missing and it's just because i've yes. watched it with those extended scenes hundreds of times it's yes personal preference really at this and point. i don't think the skynet edition blu-ray is bad it's not it looks good i watched it recently and yeah. i also think the skynet edition blu-ray in general the menus are cool like i mm -hmm. it does feel like this does, does it say skynet online i can't remember and i just watched it too mm. i'm not sure I don't know, but I always pick the extended. Oh, I fucking love the Terminator. Yeah, I could. We could talk. We already have a whole podcast. I can watch it. it right now. I always. I wanted to put T2 on again. <laughs> I'm just in it. Like I'm not. I was looking at it on my shelf. I'm like, I'm not ready to not watch Terminator right now. Yeah. I'm not ready to move off it. Well, you need to watch Genesis. Yeah, Matt bought Genesis on 4K this week, and he uh, he loved Genesis. He well, because I had the steel Blu-ray Steelbook, and I didn't even know that existed on 4K. And then John's like, yeah, look, it's on 4K. I was like, oh, shit. So I bought it immediately. 
and I just watched the Blu-ray the other night, so I didn't watch the full 4K, but I can confirm that it is an upgrade. And you gave it four stars on Letterboxd. And just to give you a little context on why Matt's Letterboxd score pisses me off, given I haven't seen, I've only seen Genesis once and I remember not liking it. Um, future review on Thursday will be The Thing, and Matt gave The Thing three and a half stars. So in Matt's mind, Terminator Genesis is a better movie than The Thing. And I explained in that video that we have different tastes and mm -hmm. we, we rate things differently. Yes. You go by acting and line delivery and set pieces and all that bullshit that, <laughs> that the Oscars would look at or mm -hmm. I guess what really matters. I think that's what makes the show work is our differences in but movies. But I would rank a movie by how much I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, you're and looking to like turn your mind off and have fun. It's the Terminator universe. So it is, know, it so is. So it's already a win. It's going to be hard to, to get me out of that. No, but I, 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 listen, I understand your <clears throat> perspective. I support your perspective. I just hate it. So. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, it, it, I enjoyed it, which I, if, if you put Terminator Genesis and the thing, I'm going to choose Genesis probably nine out of ten times of what I'd rather watch. Oh, okay. I get that. I so that's how I rate my letterbox and my enjoyment out of the movie. Well, Genesis is going to be one of the ch movies that you could choose for us to watch for next week if you guys want to. It's going to be Terminator Genesis, Terminator 3, which this poll will be out tomorrow anyway, or now, because since it's Sunday and we're in the future. Mm, future us. And then we put Dumb and Dumber in the mask. So those are four movies that we love, uh, except for Terminator Genesis. Well, one we of us. Love, we love Terminator Genesis. One of you us will. loves. I, I hope so. So you maybe do. if you guys pick that, it'll force me to watch it, because I did grab that 4K, because Matt said the 4K. Oh, you did? Yeah, because you said, uh, it's the only one I, he, Matt Terminator. When did you pay for it? I paid $18. $18. Yeah, Matt Terminator shamed me. Because he's like, oh, you don't own Terminator. It's the only Terminator I've I said, man, I hate Big it. Terminator fan, but yeah. doesn't own the franchise. Yeah, he fucking shamed me into buying it. And he did say it was a nice 4K. That's what really... If he would have said it was shitty, I wouldn't have bought it. Mm. So you did get me. But anyway, yeah, those will be the four movies you could pick from. And Matt has one more question for us, unrelated to Terminator or anything like that. Yeah, no. Matt... Oh, Matt. Matt, uh, I want to make sure I'm saying his last name right, because he does comment all the time. Matt Mead or Meaday? How would you say it? I'd say Mead. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, <laughs> well Matt, we love you. Uh, what titles are you guys <laughs> hoping for, for on four k this year from Disney and WB for their one hundred year anniversary? What do, What do we want on four k from From Disney and from Warner Brothers for their hundred year anniversary? Is there anything that we don't have that we want? I made a, I, I picked one from each that I would want. Dog Day Afternoon was my pick from WB. I love that movie. Uh, that and then they also they did Blazing Saddles. That doesn't have a 4K yet either. And for me on Disney's end, Tron. I was Tron. I thought Tron had a 4K, but they don't. So I've never seen that. Really, yeah. Jeff Bridges? Oh, it's a good movie. It's very dated on the CGI, but you'll like it because the CGI is so 80s. You'll have fun with it. You'll love Tron, honestly. It's mm. so 80s. I don't know about that. I think you will. I think if any of us, I think you'll like Tron more than me if you ever get to it. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I hope I hope that gets a Disney 4K this year. Disney has released pretty much all the movies I personally like on 4K. Um, I if they didn't do little, did they do the Little Giants? Little Giants. Do you like football? No. You want to play football? No. Great. You can be on our team. The little Giants? Yeah. Was that a Disney movie? Are you asking? That's what I was asking. Is that Disney? That I am not sure about. Well, let's find out. Let's see who their parents. Oh, you know what? Answers my question on WB. They're WB. 
It's a Warner Brothers release. Little Giants? Yeah, so I want them to do that. That'd be a cool 4K. Yeah, Disney, though, they haven't done any of the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movies. I would like those on 4K. I've been in the mood to rewatch those. Yeah, I, agree I haven't with watched that. them since I was a child, any of them. I almost watched Honey, I Blew Up the Baby last week while we were talking about it. Is The Mask WB? The Mask. I don't know if that's WB. I, no, that's New Line. Are you sure? No, I'm not. But I thought all the movies that came out in 94 with Jim Carrey were New Line. Could be, though. Let me see. The Mask. New Line, yeah. It is, right? Yep, see? I know. I just that's where I learned about New Line. People know New Line from the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, but the I was a kid. Freddy built. Yeah, when I was a kid, when that New Line logo came out, that meant that Jim Carrey was in that movie. Well, Freddy already built the house. That he Jim, did, but that I Jim was Jim Carrey lived in. Yeah. But I was born in 1992, and you were born in 1989. Mm. So we were way after that. Yeah. You know, we grew up more with that. I saw Jim Carrey's movies before I saw any of the Freddy movies. Scream is New Line, right? Yes, Scream is New Line. But did you see Scream before you saw any Jim Carrey movies? I grew up with the Jim Carrey movies. No, probably not. No. no, right? That's what I thought. So let's dive into some more questions. Thanks, Matt, for the questions. We really do appreciate that, as always. So Frank Rodriguez asked us a bunch of questions, but let's do this one first from Anthony Gonzalez. How did you guys become friends? Also, thank you guys so much for all the great content for us physical media collectors. How did we become friends? You are welcome. I hate Matt. We uh, were forced into it. <laughs> that's actually not, that's not wrong. His, uh, his, his mother is cousins with my stepmom, mm -hmm. so my dad uh, married his aunt. Yep. And then we were forced to hang out, and then we were like, all right, let's make the best of it. And, he we makes end, it sound so horrible. We ended up uh, <laughs> we ended up having some similar interests, and um, I, now I can't get rid of him. Yeah, actually, Matt pointed that. Speaking of Matt, he pointed that out to us in a couple weeks ago. He's like, "You guys seem like you love each other, but you don't like each other," and that is kind of true. Uh, yeah, me yeah. and Matt have been best friends since like 1997. We're really young, loosely. Right? Yeah, we'll, we'll say that loosely. Ah, you know. We're trying to bet. Matt was the best man at my wedding. He did a horrible job, by the way. Awful, awful. People still talk about that speech for the wrong reasons. Because Matt... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the worst best man you could ever imagine I got stuck with. So, Matt is... I've known Matt... I didn't want to do it. I know you didn't want to do it. But again, Matt is my best friend. So, I picked Matt. I have three brothers I could have chose from. But I scan. This is how much I like Matt. I don't know why. But, you know, me and Matt have been through, I feel like, everything together since we were kids. So, <laughs> I've known him since 1997. We have similar interests in video games and movies. But mm. as we, but as you guys have pointed out, me and Matt have very different interests as well. Yes. And we right. don't have the same movie taste. We don't have the same taste really in anything. <laughs> yeah. Now I see him calling, I'm like, ah. I know. Same thing. It's a headache. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been through a lot. So, yeah, we're technically... I guess technically or technically not cousins because there is no blood in us. But we're, yeah, we're extended half cousins, twice removed. Yeah, I, I don't one know. of those things. <laughs> I don't know how it works. But we live three minutes from each other, and then you know that's how we became friends. And you know, pretty much now our lives are very intertwined. Matt is my business partner as well. So we mm. share a business. We share a lot of things together. And again, like people have pointed out, we do not have very similar interests. No. So it's very tough in certain aspects, but we do both love The Terminator. We both love movies. We yeah. both love video games. Yeah. Uh, we love to collect movies. Mm -hmm. Love TVs, so that always helps. Yep. Uh, you know, we also, we have this rivalry that's been going on for like 20-something years where we're always trying to one-up each other to the point that we and him have no combined money but a ton of debt. Yeah. All just in trying to outdo the other. 
Yeah. I can't wait for the new TVs to come out so I can outdo you. Yeah, because right now I have a C2 in my living room while Matt only has a CX. Yep. And yet we both have C1s. <laughs> well, my C1 is very small. It's in my command center. We have the same right. C1, same size. Oh, that's true. And we have the exact same C1. Yeah. So, <laughs> But yeah, so when we do our reviews on the channel, we have some nice TVs. Because my oldest TV in my house is a Sony 950H. Junk. <laughs> No, I'll lead. <laughs> but I like that TV a lot. I still think it handles colors a little better than OLED. Just keep stroking the OLEDs off, all right? Given yeah. I agree that they are the best, but They're you can't the say that other TVs just OLED because... OLED or bust. Nah, there's still some good... Is LED. that a Rick and Morty background on your phone? It is. Oh I have God. to change it now. Why? <sighs> because Matt ruined Rick and Morty. I did not no. ruin Rick and Morty. Yes, you did. Matt jinxed Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. I'm going to tell you this right now. So I've been High on Life came out. No, okay. I'm gonna High on Life came out. Great game. Decided to play it. Then Justin Roiland showed up on Kind of Funny, which is a podcast or podcast show that I watch weekly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's fucking awesome. And I really enjoyed the, the game. So I checked out Rick and Morty. And because then you checked out the other I tried it a shot. few times and I didn't really like it. But then I started it again, and then I watched Solar Opposites, which I'm also enjoying, and now they're trying to cancel fucking Justin Roiland. In their defense, from what it sounds like, and now this is all speculation, he has not been convicted of any crimes yet, but the stories does sound pretty shitty. So, yeah. So I understand what they're doing, but here's my biggest problem. They're continuing Rick and Morty with new voice actors. Which is bullshit. Yeah, and he's also half the creator of that show with Dan Harmon. So, and it, he's getting removed from the Squanch games and for Iron Life 2 won't be with him now. No, yeah, and he's the co-creator of that company. He's the co-creator and voice actor on um, the Hulu show. Would you Solar say? I've only seen one episode of that, so I can't. Did you watch the uh, the Christmas record? That's the one episode. The jingle of, all the way. Yeah, it's hysterical, and that's yeah. and that's what hurts is because you know now we're losing a voice actor, and it's very hard for me. And Matt has the same problem. When they do things like this, it almost completely takes me out. I'm pretty sure I'm done with Rick and Morty. And Matt saw my back. I love Rick and Morty. I mean, I remember I got married on April second, two thousand seventeen. That the day before they put out an episode for their first episode of season three. It was a surprise episode on Facebook. I watched it on Facebook while I was waiting to get married. I was by myself for a little while. I watched 20. I was like, holy shit, this show is great. So I remember getting married that day. It was also my birthday, but I also found Rick and Morty that day. So it was a special day for me. Oh, really? Yeah. And now because Matt decided that, oh, I like Rick and Morty now. All of a sudden, all this stuff starts to happen the second Matt likes Rick and Morty. so Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, you ruined it for everybody. Well, I mean, I have a lot to catch up on still, but yeah. now there won't be any more. Well, there will be. They said they're doing up to the season 10. doesn't matter. It won't be the same. They should just cancel it. But you know what? You know how much money those shows will make and the games? and Well, it's going to fucking flop now that the, the man behind the curtain ain't there. Yeah, but Rick and Morty is so self-aware. They could do a joke, and I'm sure they'll do it, where they'll acknowledge the voice change. Yeah. So, and they can do that. And the people want Christopher Lloyd to do the voice of Rick. Because the show is based on Back I get it, but still, like, Justin Roiland, he definitely brings some ideas to the table. And yeah, flare. it's going to be hard to take that away. I don't know what they're going to do. But yeah, so Rick and Morty, R.I.P., blame Matt Kish. <laughs> All right, so now we'll move on to our last set of questions. All these are from Frank Rodriguez. And number one, you're not going to like because you're not a sports fan. What's your off-season wish that the Jets would make for them to be a playoff contender? Well, as many of you guys might know, I am a New York Jets fan for life. I've been a Jets fan my entire life. It was a birthright 
from my father because my father hates me. So he gave me the Jets, the Mets, the Rangers, the Knicks, and they all suck. I am a struggling Jets fan, and the Jets have not made the playoffs in 12 years. The Jets, the last time they made the playoffs, I just started dating my wife, so I'm thinking if I divorce her, the Jets have a better shot. So the Jets, if people were paying attention, the last year they got Roberts, um, they have had Zach Wilson and Robert Sala for the last couple years, head coach and quarterback. Zach Wilson has been atrocious. We drafted him out of BCU. He was the number two pick in the draft that year, only behind Trevor Lawrence, which the Jets could have drafted Trevor Lawrence had they actually just lost to the Rams like they were supposed to, and we would have Trevor Lawrence now, and I think we would be a better team for it. But we have some great pieces. We have Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner. I'm really excited for the future on it. Elijah Moore at wide receiver. So... I'm excited. We just need a quarterback, or at least we need Zach Wilson to be competent, and I don't think that's going to happen. There's rumors now that we got Nathaniel Hackett as our offensive coordinator that maybe, you know, they're trying to go after Aaron Rodgers. I've seen this story before. We got Brett Favre in 2009, and we fell apart. I believe we were 9-2 and two or 9-4, and four, and then we fell apart and missed the playoffs, and it was a disaster for that, and then we got Mark Sanchez. Hold on a second. So, so I think that all we need to finish off this is a quarterback and a competent one. So I would like either Jimmy Garoppolo or my personal choice would be Derek Carr from the Raiders. So I, I think they should just cancel sports. <laughs> Matt hates football. Like I love football and NASCAR. So those NASCAR's uh, cool. Yeah, you've never watched that really either, though. I've been around. Like you've been around, but like I. I don't, I, a, I don't I don't follow it. I but. think I'm an expert in movies. I think I'm more of an expert in NASCAR. I could take you through. I can tell you who won every single Daytona 500 from 1984 to last year just off the top of my head. It's 96. 1996 was <laughs> It's funny you said that because 1996 Is that Gordon? No, Gordon won in 97. Who was 96? 94, 95 was Sterling Moss. 96 was Dale Jarrett. Dale Jarrett won in 93, 96 and 2000. Hmm. Yeah, I can Tony do it. Stewart ever win? Never won a Daytona 500. Hmm. It's one of the things he never won. Yeah, I, just rattling off the top of my head, like 93, like I just said, 92 was, 89 was uh, Bobby Allison. No, 89 was Daryl Waltrip. Hmm. 88 was Bobby Allison. 1990 was Derek Cope, I believe. And 91 was Ernie Irvin. 92 was Donnie Allison. 93, Dale Jarrett. 94, 95, Sterling Marlin. 96 was Dale Jarrett, 97 was Jeff Gordon, 98 Dale Earnhardt, 99 uh, Jeff Gordon, 2000 was Dale Jarrett, and 2001 was Michael Waltrip. Interesting. Yeah, that's something. I'm a big NASCAR fan, also a big football fan. So, yeah, Jets just need a quarterback. That's all we need, and I think we'll be a successful team and possibly a Super Bowl winner, but the AFC is tough. And you said you're a 49ers fan. I will be pulling for Brock Purdy and the 49ers against the Eagles because even though I'm a big Always Sunny Philadelphia guys uh, fan, Eagles fans kind of dicks sometimes. <laughs> you know, Philly is known for that. Yeah. <laughs> they booed Santa Claus and threw snowballs at him. Really? Yeah, because the Eagles were losing. Hmm. Philadelphia. Like, that's why they called Always Sunny in Philadelphia and while they're all pieces of shit, they're leaning into the fact that Philly people are kind of dicks. <laughs> Maybe it's something in the water. Maybe they're just over-exaggerating. I don't know. Question two. Moving on. Would you guys rather be in front of the camera, i.e. an actor, or behind the camera, director, etc.? I always wanted to be in front of the camera. I, that's why I wanted to do this. I love to talk in front of the camera. The only problem, my biggest fear, I would never, because my eyes aren't the greatest, be able to read a teleprompter. News team, I'm Veronica Corningstone. And I'm Ron Burgundy. Go f*** yourself, San Diego. Mm. So I'll all have to be off the cuff. So every time you guys see me reading stuff and stuff, I'll, it's all off the top of my head. I, I can't read a teleprompter. I can't read notes. 
Just my eyes aren't that good. So the question is if like we were in like- The biz. The biz uh, movies. It depends on the movie, I guess, you know, I mean- mm, I, I don't think you I, could handle being a director. I think you'd lose your shit. I guess it would be kind of cool to be uh, a big movie star. Mm-hmm. However, it would be pretty cool if I had the skill set to be a director and say, hey, Arnold, I want you to walk this way, you know, change the face. You got to sell it. You know, I, I think I could, if I had a vision for something, I, I think I could direct something maybe. I think being a director is the hardest job because I feel like you have to be aware of everything going on. Like, yeah, it'd be, that's cool. Like, but like, you do have to have a clear cut vision but going into it. Mm. You have to know what you want to see. Like Jim. Yeah, Jim, Jim knows. Jim Jim knows. Yeah, like we, you know, we're not the biggest Jim fans of what he's doing with Avatar, but he is just an incredible director. And he knows exactly what he wants. And clearly, Avatar's made over $2 billion again. He knows what he's doing. So don't ever doubt Jim Cameron is the moral of that story. So yeah, that's what I think I'd rather be an actor. And I think I'd be successful if someone just, you know, maybe I just need a headshot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What Number three, what is your favorite Keanu Reeves movie? I wonder if we have the same one. Because I know mine. It's not really even close. Uh, I have two that are going to battle it out, but I think Matrix would prevail. Wow. Was the other one Point, Point Break? Break. Yeah. Point Break's my number one. And yeah. Matrix would... Pr- now, my number two would be Speed. Ooh. Jack Travis. Speed. Yeah. Fuck. Keanu fucks. Keanu now, does. People really, like, you know, they like knock his acting. John, we're, th- we're forgetting John Wick. John Wick's. Oh, shit. And uh, he was great. And I know you've never seen it as a young actor in the movie Parenthood. Uh, but no, he, uh, oh my he God. He was in Dracula. Dracula, he was bad in Dracula though. But no, I always loved Keanu Reeves, man. Wow. He, we don't deserve Keanu Reeves. He's a great one. I mean, out of all the movies he's in, Matrix is probably my favorite. Although I fucking love Speed. I love Point Break. It's hard for me. I can't pick against Point Break. I love I love movie. John Wicks. The, all three of them. And Force coming out this year. Wow, that's tough. It is tough, and the John Wick movies are so good, and he's perfect in them. That's a hard question. But the thing with the Matrix is only the first Matrix is really good. I agree. So, but, but yeah, that's, we the never first, had... that's the first one that came to mind, though. Matrix is almost the perfect film, mm. and he's perfect. He's perfect in it. Like that's the thing with John. Um, Keanu Reeves not the best of actors, but he does all his stunts. He when he's asked to do, he's perfect. Yeah, he's perfect. Just don't ask him to do. He's fucking great in speed. He's so great in the speed. <sighs> And me and yeah, Matt, I'm a big, big Keanu guy. Oh, Keanu is one of. I love Keanu, man. He's he just seems like such a nice guy. And he was even. I liked him in Cyberpunk too. He was good in Cyberpunk. Did he do any other video games, or is that the only one he did? Uh, I feel like he popped up in something else. I could be wrong. No, that might be it. Nah, no. I'm, who's the other guy from Walking Dead who popped up in the? Uh, what is that? Death fucking? Stranding. Death Stranding. Yeah, but who was that guy? You from uh, Walking Dead, right? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not wrong. Yeah. Uh, Daryl from Walking Dead? No. I, don't, I yeah, never watched Daryl Dixon or I, something. I, uh, I tried to walk in Fuck, Dead. I forget his name. He's an English guy. Yeah. Well, he's definitely English. I just fucking wish I could... Rem- uh, I wish I could get in The Walking Dead. I watched the first season twice. It just didn't work for me. It wasn't my kind of show. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. That sounds correct. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I love Keanu. So, number four. Are you a Star Wars fan or a Star Trek person and why? Well... Me and you are both Star Trek, uh, Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. yeah, 100% Star Wars guy. I have a Star Wars tattoo. 
and a shirt. Oh, I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt at the very moment. Yeah, didn't even realize I put this shirt on this morning. The shirt has a hole in it, too. Well, you're busting out of it, so. Uh, yeah, I definitely put on a little bit of weight, but you're really one to talk, because let's not forget that you were... Top Gun right here. Yeah. God, you would die if you were in a fucking fighter plane. Immediately. <laughs> you know, they put in Top Gun Maverick, they all flew up there. Yeah. And they were puking and all that stuff, except for, you know, the goat, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. <laughs> Surprise you guys didn't ask us what our favorite Tom Cruise movie is. That's a tough one, too. <laughs> but yeah, we're big Star Wars guys here, obviously. We yeah, love I had never even seen Star Trek, so... I've never... Okay, so Star Trek, for me, I've always wanted to do it, but there is so, so... Too much. So much. I don't know where to begin. Um, there's, like, I don't know how many different shows. There's... I have watched two Star Wars, Star Trek movies because I did buy the 4Ks for the original series last year. At least okay. The, so I have seen the first Star Trek movie and Wrath of Kong. Uh, Red the Kong is awesome. The first Star Trek movie. Oh my god, that movie was slow. Yeah, I bet. It was brutal to get through. Beautiful to look at. The 4K is great, but oh my god, that was a sludge. Uh, and I heard it was a sludge, so I think that's just more for the fans. Red the Kong is a good movie, uh, but that's it. I've never seen the movies that came out a couple years ago with Chris Pine, the J.J. Abrams ones. Never saw them, so... Nope. Can't even say that I'm a Star Trek guy. I'd be lying to you. So other than those first two Star Trek movies, that is it for me. And you've never seen any, right? No. So unfortunately, that is going to be it for us on that question. Not so a Trekkie. No, we're not Trekkies, but the movie Fanboys. I wonder if Trekkies are really like fan that. Fanboys, yeah. It, I was gonna was Seth Rogen the guy was, with the... Yeah, I was about to mention <laughs> Fanboys, actually. Watch Fanboys if you're... Uh, whoever asked that question. Frank Rodriguez. Yeah, watch <laughs> Fanboys if you've never seen it. An amazing comedy. Yeah, movie. Matt recommended that to me, and I thought he was full of shit. <laughs> that movie is fucking funny. That movie is really Do great. Do you have the Blu-ray? I don't have the Blu-ray. I re This guy. I know, come on. Matt... Matt shames me on any movie I don't have on Blu-ray. And actually, it's been forcing me to buy Blu-rays instead. Like, I was going to... We're doing some reviews for fans on here. So if uh, you're watching the show and you're wondering when your review is coming out, uh, The Place Beyond the Pines is next. And then after that is um, When Mars Attacks. And I was just going to stream those movies, but I knew Matt would have said something. So I bought the Blu-rays for both of them. Good boy. So there'll be Blu-ray reviews also, because Matt, you know, he shames me and that makes me feel like shit as a person. Or threatens to not talk to me. We're talking about physical media, but he's going to stream it. Makes sense, right? <laughs> when you put it like that, you sound right. And I don't want to... right. <laughs> I don't like that. All right, here's a question that I don't know if you're going to even be able to answer off the top of your head. What is your favorite international movie? Kung Fu Hustle, Raw, Old Boy, Amelia, Amelia and are some of my favorites. Uh, Raw is great, by the way. Uh, never seen Kung Fu Hustle. I have seen Old Boy. That movie is fucked up. And I have seen the remake that Spike Lee put out, which is it's all right. Well, I heard we just talking about how we don't like Kung Fu. Yeah, but that's this is it's just, he's not asking Kung Fu movies. He's asking uh, what is your favorite international movie? So any movie that's like an international film. And that's gonna that's out of my jurisdiction. That's what I was figuring. <laughs> you don't really watch any movies with subtitles, if at all. But you have seen a Serbian film. Serbian. So film, that might yeah. be number one by default. <sighs> Unfortunately, I guess. But I, you probably have some international movies you don't even realize. That oh, it, High Tension. High Tension. You do like High Tension a lot. Yeah. But there's some movies in there that I'm sure you've seen that you've probably seen with a dub that you didn't even realize were foreign or something like that. Which was High Tension. High Tension, yeah. Actually, the first time I saw it, I had no... It didn't bother me. But the second time, I was like, why does this sound so fucking weird? And then I looked at it, I was like, oh, shit, this is like a French movie or some shit. Yeah, and then they say he put some dubs over some stuff. Like, I, um... So I just watched a movie this week. It's a German movie called Run, Lola, Run. And, I mean, that might already be my favorite international film I've ever seen. But I, I um... 
Actually, you know what? It's the worst person in the world. I watched that last year. I don't know. Or is it Persona? It's too hard for me. I've watched a lot of foreign movies, and I've been really getting into it over the last couple of years. For me, it's really hard. It might be the worst person in the world, which has an awesome Criterion Blu-ray release. I just I watched that last year, and it was extremely relatable to me as a person, and I I fell in love with it. I, I love that movie. Um, uh, it made me just it made me feel better about myself. So I guess as a movie itself, I really think you should check that one out. I think that's my fa- my favorite. Uh, for you, uh, action movie that you might like, uh, La Femme Nikita, which you actually haven't seen. That director's best film but you own it which is uh leon the professional oh okay yeah. who also made the fifth element haven't got there yet fifth element's great movie yeah which i guess technically he's a foreign director but i think that's an american film still 100 percent. yeah yeah chris rock bruce willis hey well Mary you know Jovovich. sometimes american actors do pop up in international films like uh, ron perlman pops up in every single guillermo del toro movie and those are all foreign films yeah that's strange for the most part no he he was just in a french film i just uh city of lost children i don't know I'll just say it again. He's very underrated as an actor, Ron Perlman. Right. I don't think we appreciate him enough. He's in every genre. He works with every director. What is that? Huh? What Are you booting up Gears of War on that computer to see if it works? Yeah. You're an asshole. Yeah, I just... Uh, <laughs> we got, we, I got a new laptop because I'm going to be doing... Um, going to be getting an associate's degree, I, I think might be the, the path I'm going is for. Is this your third try at it? Third try at what? Your associate's degree? No, I've never tried for... Oh, yeah? You didn't try school before? Did you tell Danielle this story yet? Okay. That, I didn't try school. I was forced to go for two weeks. (laughs) That had nothing to do with it. But this, now as an adult, (laughs) is going to be a genuine... You're going to give it your best shot? I have to. I'm, I'm, I'm undergoing the background check and application for a police department job. I'm going to be a police officer, hopefully. But I need 32 college credits. Right now, I do not have a one. Yeah. So I, I bought myself a laptop. I'm going to do some online classes and uh, try to get that done. And I'll be heading to Vegas to bet on the Matt failing at this hard because Matt is not the best at school. He did a horrible job the first time. So Terrible. I, yeah. I don't imagine this going well. I imagine that laptop will go through a window at some point. Well, luckily, I have my mother, my girlfriend, um, and some friends that are going to help me with these classes. Are they? Yes, so uh, don't I don't call- have to do it all myself. If it's something related to film or anything like that, Christine, call me. Actually, Christine said, uh, Johnny probably would Johnny's very smart. He wouldn't mind taking a class for you. I'm like, I don't think he's going to do that. I'm not doing it for you, yeah. but I will help you. If you call me and ask me a question, even though I don't think you would ever return that favor, I would help <laughs> you because I do actually care about you, but you're a fucking asshole. So, our last question for the week. What is your favorite musical movie? Mine is Hedwig and the Angry... Go Grease Lightning. (laughs) Grease Lightning. Go Grease Lightning. (laughs) I knew that was your favorite. I knew it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is one of those genres I don't really like that much. I'm not a musical fan. Now, there are a few exceptions. There always are a few exceptions to this. And there's two of them. And one of them is coming to 4K very soon from Shout Select. And that is Streets of Fire starring Willem Dafoe. I can't wait for that one. Mm. And then my favorite one is a Damien Chazelle movie that came out a few years ago called La La Land. So, musicals and me... I like music. actually don't hate Grease that much. It falls into the same thing where musicals, I feel like they stop the plot. I feel like, oh, we got to stop and sing this song. But if it's actually moving the plot along, I'm cool with that. But like, there's the movies like that came out in the last few years, like In the Heights or West Side Stories remake, uh, the original West Side Story. 
what's that one that everybody loves? Hamilton. I watched that on Disney Plus. Um, just those films, even stage plays, they just don't work for me almost at all. I don't like musicals almost. Yeah, ever. no, not a fan of those either. Uh, Grease is really the only. Did, would you consider Friday, uh, Saturday Night Fever a musical? I don't know. It's more of like a dance movie. That's also a they drama. Yeah, they're not really singing. No. Um, actually, West Side Story is not terrible. I mean, everyone loves it. That's the one with the jets and. Yeah, the, the sharks. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't I've, mind that. My wife loves it. So the I've Warriors been... is not a. No, mu- that's not. That's a not movie. a musical at all, right? No, that's a gang movie. Did that ever come to 4K? No, and there's been rumors of it for years, and that's a great movie. Yeah, I love the Warriors. So do I. Also, the video game on the PS2 was really good, and I Fantastic. believe it was Rockstar. Yeah, it was. It was, right? Very was. underrated video game. Uh, so, yeah, but what about the Disney animated films, like The Lion King and The Beauty and the Beast? Are those, if those, if you would consider those musicals, I like those, or Little Mermaid, the, from uh, the Disney Renaissance era. I mean, there's songs in them. What but is, they, um... Like, yeah, it's not a musical, right? Like, I'm not crazy like that. Didn't just... you say South Park is a musical? The yes. Movie, that but, movie? Yes, and you know what's so funny about that? I like that movie, but I don't love it because of that. I love that movie. I know, most people do. Shut your fucking face, Uncle Fucker. Mm-hmm. Again, like, yeah. when they start singing, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm into it for, like, a minute. I'm like, all right, let's come on. I want to see real South Park here. I don't need this you're musical. You're a boner-biting bitch, Uncle Fucker. I also <laughs> think that's what, like, takes me out of, like, I know your girl loves it, but Bob's Burgers is, like, I'm not a huge fan of the songs, and they love songs on the well, show. She's, She's always trying to shove fucking Mamma Mia down my throat. But yeah, she loves Mamma Mia. And, I, I and again, I love Ava, and I was a big 18s fan growing up as a kid, but I don't need a movie about it. No. I don't need to see Meryl Streep, and I believe only in the second Pierce one. Bronson. Pierce Bronson. Now, that's James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Not for me, but there are a few. Uh, I'm excited for Streets of Fire, and La La Land. I'm one of my favorites. That's it. That's our last question, I believe. Let me just do a quick double check. Yep, that is going to do it for us on questions, and that's going to do it for us on this week's episode of Let's Talk Physical Media. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, we have a lot of fun making this. This is our favorite thing to do all week. Uh, we're still getting in the groove on our half-assed movie reviews, so give us a few weeks to work out the kinks in that. We've never done that kind of structure before. No. It's new to us, so we're still working on it. Um, you know, we'll get better at that, but this is just easier for us because it's just us freely talking and, you know, we get to talk shit with each other for a few hours and talk with you guys. We just love doing it. We get some of our favorite fans on here who just love to be here with us. And, you know, Uncle V always pops in the comments. I always like to see his name pop up and... I'm just waiting. We haven't got any dirty questions in a while. No, no. yeah. Give us, give us a yeah, good one. Yeah, come on. Can we get an Uncle V question this week? Yeah, we need a good one. <laughs> yeah. We need a good one. But for everyone else who wants to ask us a question, you can leave that in the comments section below or wait for the post later in the week. While you're down there, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, tell your friends, like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, give it five stars, give Matt one star for looking like that. And while, and while you're doing all that, run out. Tell all your friends about us, all right? Do it now. Do it now. Get down. Get into the chopper. We'll see you around, guys.